Yo, 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 Big Sky Breakdown, Colter Delano, SkylineSportsMC.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Big Sky Breakdown. We have a jam-packed interview Friday podcast. It's a one-stop shop for all the interviews we've compiled throughout the week. We're going to have more original interviews here, but then a lot you've also heard previously on Nuanas Now or uh, other places in our uh, multimedia umbrella. This week, we'll hear from Tommy Mallott. His appearance on Nuanas Now as part of our Montana State Minute, uh, MSU sophomore quarterback. Lucas Johnson, our Grizz Star of the Week, a Grizz senior quarterback. Original to this podcast, Ty Okada, senior captain for the Montana State Podcasts, as his team prepares to uh, host McNeese State on Saturday night in Bozeman. Brad Laird, across the sidelines, the head coach of the Northwestern State Demons. They come to Missoula on Saturday afternoon. Uh, he joined us on Nuanas Now earlier this week. Gary Goff, the head coach of Big East State, joined us on Nuanas Now earlier this week as well. We'll hear from him. Garen Mitchell, original to this Big Sky Breakdown podcast, a wide receiver there at NSU, will join us. And then we'll hear from Lance McCutcheon, recently made the Los Angeles Rams active roster and uh, a former Montana State product and a former Bozeman High graduate. Pretty cool stories we'll hear from Lance as well. Thanks to our great sponsors for all their continued support of us. J&B Restaurant Supply, Alpine Touch, Opportunity Bank, Westpac Wealth, Blackfoot Communications, and Town Pump Food Stores. Appreciate all those great sponsors for helping bring you the Big Sky Breakdown. Here's Tommy Mallott. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Well, how exciting is this? Football is what we live for here in the state of Montana, and we have one of the great football players in the state of Montana now. Joining us on Nuan is now part of our Montana State Minute, our first in-season Montana State Minute. It's Tommy Mallott. He's a sophomore quarterback at Montana State University. And Tommy, just a few days away from the opener here, how you feeling? What's the anticipation level like with Gold Rush just around the corner? Yeah, I think it's just been buzzing here. Uh, you know, obviously we got started with uh, fall camp a few weeks ago, and it was all about us. It was all about growing as a team, uh, you know, those bonds among us. Uh, it was competing against each other. It was going through those hard days of the summer. Um, you know, I was getting to know the, the scheme on offense and defense better, and I think we, uh, I think we achieved that. Uh, you know, in those those two weeks there, uh, two and a half weeks there. But now it's, you know, getting the start of the of game week, and now it's just, you know, getting that buzz around it, getting that excitement, uh, starting, you know, continuing to do that, uh, you know, just uh, preparing for that first game, continuing to prepare for that first game, uh, and really just hone in on those details. So, uh, you know, I think everyone's super excited and we're ready to go. Football is so fascinating, too, at the college level because you play football pretty much every day year-round, but you actually only get to perform in the arena 11 guaranteed times each fall. So how, how do you sort of channel all that work, though? I'm sure there is a ton of anticipation. There's so much prep that went into it. But what's it take mentally to be able to perform your best when your best is needed? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, as you said, we, we do this all year-round, and so I think it's just – focusing on the fact, you know, every single day that, you know, you got to improve, you got to get better. And, and it's, you know, it's a game, it's a competition every single day. So, you know, obviously there's a little bit of butterflies and, and there's a, a little bit extra excitement for those game days. But, you know, when you take every single day as if it's, you know, as if it's a national championship or if it's a playoff game or if it's, 
you know, a big uh, big side conference game. Uh, you know, it, nothing nothing kind of goes over your head if you uh, you know prepare like that every single day. Uh, you know, just being locked in and and uh, and not you know underselling those underselling those uh, or opportunities to compete uh, all through spring and through fall camp and you know whatever else. So. Montese Minute presented by J&V Restaurant Supply. Tommy Malott joining us here on the Rankets Brothers RV phone line on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, and SWX Montana Television. And Tommy, I want to ask you about the wide receivers you've been working with because we're doing a little story just kind of about the, the overturn in that room, but it seems like a lot of the new guys that have come in have really made waves. It seems like uh, Willie Patterson really ready to embrace his senior season here, uh, much like Lance McCutcheon did a year ago. So what have you thought of the work you've been able to put in with the receivers? What do you think of the chemistry in that group with you yourself, the quarterback, and with each other as well? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of those guys, uh, you know, obviously like Willie, he's, he's been here for – you know, five, six years, you know, he's been here forever. He's been uh, working his butt off uh, all, you know, every single year. And I've had great chemistry with him ever since I got here. Um, you know, we got a couple of younger guys that came in with, with me, you know, and, uh, but then we also have a couple of transfers that, you know, got here in the spring or in the summer. And, you know, those guys that we've been, we've been working together. We've been throwing on our own. We've been going through all of, uh, you know, spring ball. And then uh, plus, you know, fall camp now, um, getting some extra throws afterwards, you know, on the side whenever we can. Uh, and just really building that relationship. And, you know, I think those guys are really locked in, uh, dialed in, and they're ready to go for the first game. I, I'm really excited to see what that group has, you know, what kind of plays that they can make. And how about the guys right in front of you? How about the offensive line? I know they're, they are certainly digging in, playing with a chip on their shoulder. It seems like they know that the narrative is that they're going to be a young group that has a lot to prove, but it seems like they're very eager to prove it as well. So what have you thought of their initiative and sort of their attitude that they want to you know, show the world that even if they are sophomores and freshmen, that they can definitely get it done at this level? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the experience that these guys have gotten uh, through spring and through the fall, fall camp has been uh, you know, extremely important, and I've seen the growth. Uh, myself, you know, I've grown with them for sure with protections and uh, just understanding and that sort of thing. And so, you know, uh, I completely uh, believe in those guys and, and we're really excited, you know, to, we're really excited, you know, to prove ourselves uh, with protections and, and through the run game. I think that, you know, they're young, but I think they're extremely physical, they're athletic and, uh, you know, they do, they're going to play with, with a chip on their shoulders. So, uh, you know, we got to play against the very, one of the very best defenses in the nation here, you know, all throughout the spring and through the fall. And, you know, they've got to see just about every pressure, you know, every stunt and, uh, you know, under the under the sun. So, you know, they've worked through it. They've talked through things. They understand, uh, you know, they understand the scheme really well. And, and uh, you know, they're going to play. They're going to play fast. They're going to play free. They're going to play physical on Saturday. Tommy Mollott joining us, Montana State Minute here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcats open up their season Saturday night under the lights, gold rush. And, Tommy, it's funny because your career, your first career start, came in the playoffs which comes with a ton of of pressure but at that point you know you're 13 14 weeks into the season the fans you know they there's always going to be great support at Bobcat Stadium but there's a certain element to the first game of the year you know the first week of school back you know on campus everybody celebrating the return of football so uh, how do you anticipate the emotions being on Saturday night and what's this going to be like starting a gold rush game for the first time as a quarterback as for the Bobcats yeah, I can't wait to be, uh, you know, running out of that tunnel, uh, looking up to, you know, 20,000 people in the stands, that, that ocean of gold right there. Um, you know, and I think the fans are excited to get in here and, and pack the stadium in gold and, and uh, you know, give us a great home field advantage in that way. And I think, 
but you know all those emotions I think you know everyone's everyone's excited for that first game but it's really just trusting you know that preparation that you individually did you know for that week specifically for the for that team but then also all through the summer and uh, you know really just trusting those uh, you know 10 other guys that are on the field with you at a certain time um, you know you can't you, you alone can't you know make a play happen on offense you have to you know have every single guy on there do the do the right thing and you know, you just trust that they've they've done the preparation and, and you've worked with them and and uh, I mean I, I guess that's kind of how I see it. You know, just competing every single day right now as if it's you know riding with those emotions all through practice and 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 then just kind of uh, holding them you know together for that for that game on Saturday. Last couple of things for you then. When it does come to shifting into game prep mode, I mean, you've been working on fundamentals, working on chemistry with your receivers and your offensive line and running backs and all that stuff. But now you're preparing for an opponent. So from a quarterback perspective, how does your mindset change? How does that change just the way that you go about your daily actions from a mental perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, as we've been going through uh, camp here, we've been, uh, you know, obviously having to compete against our defense and we've been having to figure out some things, um, you know, and, and how we're reading stuff and understanding them as well. So, it's you know, obviously we're uh, – McNeese is uh, – you know, kind of a little bit up in the air right now with, you know, what their scheme's going to be with their uh, D coordinator coming from, you know, Southern Miss and then their uh, new head coach coming from Valdosta State, a ton of different transfers, you know, different personnel. And so, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's just continuing to do what we've been doing, um, you know, and, and just really honing on that game plan that, that our coaching staff is, has put together and, uh, you know, just watching film from all over the place. So, you know, whatever they throw at us, that we're ready for it. And, uh, you know, know their personnel well from trying to watch a little bit from, you know, what they, how they played last year. That is an interesting fact. That was the last thing I was going to ask you then is that it is a new coach, a new head coach, a new defensive coordinator. So uh, is there an element of just concentrating on what you guys do well since a lot of what maybe you'd normally prepare for is kind of a mystery? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly different for sure. Uh, you know, teams – you know, there's a ton of different tactics as I've kind of learned as I've uh, gotten in and watched a lot of film on different teams all through last year and just watching a lot of college football, you know. Um, you know, the three-down stuff, four-down stuff, drop eight. You know, got that rush player sometimes. And, you know, it, it's uh, you know, we've seen a lot of four-down with our defense, a lot of two-high, one-high, uh, you know, man, zone, uh, you know, all, all sorts of those things. So I think that, um, you know, we, we've uh, – We've got a ton of work with that, and, uh, you know, the Southern Miss, that D coordinator, uh, you know, if, if it's a three-down thing, we'll be ready for that as well. You know, drop eight, uh, bring in that rush, whatever it may be. I think that we prepared, uh, you know, both ways, and, and uh, but ultimately it's just going to be, you know, getting guys, uh, getting guys out, getting the guys the ball, and letting them make plays. The 2022 football season just around the corner. Montana State quarterback Tommy Mallott joining us here on the Montana State Minute. Tommy, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck on Saturday. Thank you. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Well, the debut of our second season now of our Grizz Star of the Week. Thanks for tuning in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and 
the ESPN Montana app. Each Wednesday during the 5.30 segment, we will have an appearance from a Grizz football player. Most of the time, it'll be right after practice, but today we're pre-recording this a little earlier on your Wednesday because the Grizz, they're a day ahead when it comes to game prep, and uh, it's game week. Northwestern State coming to town on Saturday. We're joined now on the uh, Rangish Brothers RV phone line by New Grizz quarterback Lucas Johnson. He's a transfer from San Diego State, started his career at Georgia Tech, and now playing his final college football season here uh, in the state of Montana. Lucas, what's up, my man? Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. First and foremost, let's just talk about your path. Uh, There's such a crazy thing going on throughout college football when it comes to uh, these extra years of eligibility and the guy's ability to stay in school for a year or two longer. And uh, here you, you are now as a, a super-duper senior here uh, playing your last season in Montana. So uh, what has kept you coming back to the game? What do you love about football? And just take people through your journey from going Georgia Tech, San Diego State, now to Montana. Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing I'll say is I'm just blessed to be able to have the opportunity to just play as long as I can. I know a lot of people, you know, haven't had the opportunity and you know, it's just something that I want to take advantage of. I mean, I've been playing this game since I was a kid. So, you know, every year I'm eligible allowed to play, you know, I was going to take it. And, you know, just starting my career at uh, Georgia Tech was, you know, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, I then ended up transferring to San Diego State back home to, you know, play for the home team and in front of my family. And then, uh, you know, we had a good year last year. And then, uh, yeah, this year I ended up uh, coming back to play with uh, Coach Hout, which is funny because he actually recruited me out of high school. So, you know, me and him already had a, a really good relationship. And, you know, just that's how things happen. And I'm up here playing for the Grizzlies, and, you know, I couldn't be more happier. When Montana first landed on your radar, I know, and I know you have a previous relationship with Coach Houck, but what were some of the main selling points and what did you like about the Grizz football program? What made it alluring to you to want to spend your last year here in Missoula? I think it's just the championship caliber uh, program here. And, and, you know, the culture here is amazing. And, you know, it, you, you really, it really sells itself. I mean, you see the stadium, you see it packed out every home game. And, you know, uh, just a winning culture, you know, it was, it was really uh, – something I was looking for and, you know, it just found out to be a good spot for me. How would you describe uh, your skill set? I've gotten a chance to watch you over uh, the last couple weeks of fall camp. Uh, You're very talented and I've enjoyed watching you operate the Grizz offense, but a lot of people, they haven't seen you yet and uh, they'll see you for the first time on Saturday. What, What sort of things do you like to pride your game on playing quarterback? You know, I just like to make plays. Uh, you know, you just got to make the smart decision and, you know, with the guys I'm playing with here, you just really got to get them the ball, and, and, and they're going to make the play for you. I mean, we got a lot of talented receivers. Uh, we got a good old line and, and talented running backs. So, really, my job is just, you know, get them the ball and, and let them go make plays. And how about the group around you? There's a lot of uh, younger up-and-coming receivers. Uh, most of the guys there on the outside are going to be sophomores, but you do have a couple seniors there. And Mitch Roberts, who, by the way, was just named a captain along with Lucas Johnson, who joins us here uh, on our Grizz Star of the Week. And uh, also you have Malik Flowers as well, one of the fastest guys in the Big Sky Conference. So what do you think of your weapons on the outside, or what do you liked about the chemistry you've been able to form with the Grizz wide receivers so far? Yeah, I mean, I think all the guys are awesome. I think uh, Mitch, Malik, you know, they, they, they helped me come in, help me with plays, you know, since they were already the seniors coming in. And I think um, the guys outside are, are very talented. I mean, I think anybody that steps on the field has a chance to make a play. And uh, 
So, you know, like I said, it's just my job to get them the ball and, you know, let them do what they do. In the backfield, the much anticipated, at least expected return of Marcus Knight. I know he's going to be working his way back in, but the running backs group has a lot of different styles of guys, but a lot of different talented guys. Xavier Harris was tremendous as a freshman a year ago, and it seems like he's taking the next step as well. So, uh, how would you evaluate what you've seen out of the running backs there on the Grizz offense so far in fall camp? Man, the running backs are they're they're so talented. I mean, from Marcus X, Nick, they, I mean, they're they're all running backs that could, you know, take it to the house on one play. And, uh, you know, they all they, they all bring a, a different skill set, I think. But, you know, when they all mesh together and we're all out there on the field, I mean, uh, they're really a special group. Lucas Johnson joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's our Grizz Star of the Week. We'll do this each Wednesday during the 530 slot. Most of the time, guys will be joining us right after practice, but Luke is taking some time uh, out of his Wednesday midday to join us here uh, on ESPN Radio. And the last uh, position group I'll ask you about it is your offensive front, and I know that there's a lot of question marks about that group, but they seem to very much be aware of those question marks and be basically be saying, hey, bring it on. You doubt us. We're going to go uh, show the world what we can do. So what do you thought of their mentality? It seems like they definitely have a chip on their shoulder, and that's a good thing if you're an offensive lineman. Yeah, of course. I absolutely love those guys. I mean, they've been working their tails off this whole camp and then summer and the spring. And, you know, they've been they, they, they've been doing everything that uh, we've asked for them. And I think uh, they're, they're going to shock a lot of people this year because I think they're probably one of the best groups in the country. And I think and I'm stand bull behind that because, you know, all the all the, all the work we put in with them, I think uh, they're they're going to be really good this year. Let's talk about this weekend then Saturday. One o'clock kick, Washington Grizzly Stadium, Northwestern State of the Southland Conference coming to town to take on Montana. First time NSU has been to Missoula since 2004. So it's been quite some time since the Demons were here in the Garden City. And uh, Lucas, I know that they've sold you on the program and uh, just how much enthusiasm there is for Grizz football, but you get to actually see it and experience it for the first time on Saturday. So what are you anticipating this being like running out of the tunnel at Washington Grizzly Stadium for the first time? Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been looking forward to this day since I got here. I mean, as all I see all the videos people post on online about just how crazy and how loud the stadium is, and you know, r- running out that tunnel is going to be just amazing. And I can I can't wait. I can't wait to run out with my team and just you know go to battle with them. When it comes to the opponent. An interesting prep for you guys to be sure because new coordinators for both the offensive and defensive side of the ball there at Northwestern State. I know their offensive coordinator, he left uh, just about uh, 10 days ago or so, maybe even less than that, August 21st, when uh, Cody Crow resigned there at Northwestern State. But on the other side of the ball, the defensive side of the ball, uh, how do you go about sort of uh, gauging what what to prepare for as a quarterback? How do you go about sort of getting ready for this thing when you don't have a lot of film to watch on the other team's defensive schemes? Yeah, I mean, you got to you got to go back and look at the old DCs uh where he came from and uh you know, you you put a lot of trust into the coaches. I mean, the coaches are going to they're they're, they're going to get a game plan together and and you just got to put trust in that. And you know, our, our coaches did a really good job uh with, with our game prep this week and you know, so we just got to go out there and just play a game and you know, all we got to do is just play together as a team and you know, we'll just stick together and you know, we're going to have ups and downs, but, you know, we just got to ride it out and, you know, just go play the game. 
Lucas Johnson, our Grizz Star of the Week, the debut of this segment for our second season doing this. It's presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Lucas, a senior quarterback for the University of Montana. Thanks for being here, man. This was great. Great talking to you. Look forward to actually meeting you in person. But in the meantime, best of luck on Saturday. Yeah, thank you for having me. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Well, crazy to think we're closing in on it. Football season upon us. High school football opened up last week across the state of Montana, sort of the Frontier Conference, and teams across Division One open up this upcoming weekend. We're joined now by Montana State senior defensive back Ty Okada here on the Montana State Minute. And uh, Ty, the, the, the last first game of your college career upcoming, so pretty crazy to think about how you feeling. Yeah, a, a, lot, a ton of emotions. It's been a long, incredible journey for myself here at Montana State and just with this team. So just a lot of emotions going into this game. Super excited, super blessed to be in the position that I'm in. So just really looking forward to getting out there with my brothers and and competing. How much of it is just channeling all the work you've done the last eight, nine, ten months mentally? Because, you know, it is crazy. College football, you play football hundreds of times per year, but only 11 times guaranteed during an actual game in the season. So how do you sort of let all that build up out without you know getting in the way of, of uh, you know executing and staying mentally steady yeah no definitely to your point you know you're doing this it what feels like every single day up until when it really becomes game time and you only have you know 11 or whatever so guaranteed opportunities but I think for me and a lot of the guys on our team what we try to get across is you got to you got to take every single practice rep like it's a game rep and we're too spun and we're going in team situations that's, that's the type of intensity that, we, that we're rolling with at practice. And that definitely, I would say that that helps, you know, not cloud and get in the way with our emotions in terms of game time because we play every single rep like it's a game rep. And obviously, to your point, you got the emotions of the game. But I think being able to make that transition, uh, our preparation and practice makes that easier for sure. There's a whole bunch of spots that people have been paying attention to and following along here during fall camp leading up to this opener against McNeese State. The Bobcats host McNeese on Saturday evening at Bobcat Stadium, their annual Gold Rush game, 6 p.m. kickoff. Uh, but I've been watching the receivers because obviously a ton of talent lost the last couple of years. A couple guys, Lance McCutcheon, Kevin Cassis, Travis Johnson, they all got shots and were playing in the NFL uh, and it, it's a sort of a, a whole new group with the exception of guys like Willie Patterson and Coy Steele. But you as a defensive back, what have you seen out of those guys? What's that competition been like? It's been great. I've seen a lot of guys just pushing each other. We're developing a ton of depth in that room. And that's one of those – that's one of the rooms where it's just they've got a lot of numbers, a lot of guys that can do a lot of great things, and a lot of guys that offer different things, you know. So that's that's kind of been the exciting part about watching that room is just what, what each guy brings to the table and how they're going to help make this team better. And, you know, you kind of brought it up with Kevin, right? You, you lose – and Lance, you lose guys, right? But, you know, you lost Kev and, and what was that, 2019. We come back and all of a sudden Lance has a stellar year, right? And we're just going to continue to do that. Guys are going to continue to step up. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see how that room just blossoms. Ty Okada joining us, senior captain for the Montana State Bobcats. They opened their season against McNeese State on Saturday evening. 
The other offensive guy from the MSU side of things that I want to ask you about is Tommy Malott. I know that you spent a lot of time with him doing a lot of the media stuff this summer. And uh, I know that last year when he was elevated into that starting role, a lot of you guys, a lot of you older guys were not really surprised by the way he was able to sort of take the, the bull by the horns. So what have you seen, though, out of him recently? And uh, what sort of work did he put in the offseason? What are your expectations for him this year? Just seeing him continually grow as a quarterback and as a leader. You know, he's taken that next step in his leadership where he's become, you know, not just a lead by example, but lead. He can be a vocal leader now. And, and, and he's done a great job of stepping into that role. And then as a quarterback, just continuing to develop as a playmaker. You know, he, he does a great job swinging the rock around. And I know that people, you know, think of him as, you know, more so a running quarterback. He's going to surprise a lot of people. I'm really looking forward to watching him make plays through the air this year he's just continued to develop in it and it's crazy to think you know he looks more athletic than last year and he does so he's a great athlete for sure and you could definitely tell the work that he's been putting in from a physical development standpoint ty when you start to shift your mindset from training and internal competition and you know getting bigger faster stronger and, and you know honing in the details to then a game plan mentality preparing for a different opponent What's that mental transition like? What's the biggest difference you notice, and, and uh, how do you go about just sort of switching modes and getting ready for uh, an upcoming opponent? I think I think more so how I view it is instead of switching, you kind of just build upon what you've been working on, right? And so for us, fall camp, a lot of it is honing in on what we do. Here's our scheme. Here's how we do it. And then you transition that, and you, and you just build on it, right? So you learn some tendencies of McNeese, and, and you build on what you do well, and, you know, you critique a thing here or there, but uh, that mentality really is just building upon what you've been working on. When you look at McNeese State, then, what sort of things do you see? I know that the Southland, is, the Southland Conference has long been known as a conference where they like to air it out. That makes sense given where most of the schools are at, you know, recruiting from Texas and Louisiana and those southern area high schools. But what do you, what do you see out of McNeese State when you turn on the film? Definitely. I think they kind of fit that mold as well, where they're going to try to air it out. They've got a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism. And so that's basically the mold, essentially, is what we're expecting from McNeese, for sure. What sort of progress have you seen on the defense? I mean, what are you most excited to sort of show as a unit when you guys make your debut on Saturday? I think we're excited to show off our speed and physicality. You know, that was kind of what we built upon last year, and that's what we're going to continue to do with a lot of guys that are going to step up and make plays. And so I'm just extremely excited for us to carry that torch from the defense last year and build upon it. And, and it may look a little bit different. It may not, but it's uh, definitely definitely our, our type of football, speed and physicality. And when it comes to the defensive coordinator operating under, where's the comfort level at right now with Willie Matt Garza? And uh, you know, how much different is it than Freddie Banks or how similar is it? I know that they come from the same system, the same coaching tree, and they have a lot of similarities. So uh, what's the transition been like under a new coordinator? Transition has been great. You know, we're just really excited to get to go to war with Coach Willie Mack. We're we're very we're very comfortable with him and excited for him to come out and lead this unit. Ty Okada, Montana State Minute here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. He's a senior defensive back for the Bobcats. Ty, we look forward to Gold Rush once again. I think it'll be our twelfth annual Gold Rush between Skyline Sports and ESPN Radio. Appreciate you taking some time, man. Best of luck on Saturday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, Coulter. Always great talking to you. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, 
Our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Well, happy now for the debut for the 2022 season. It's our Across the Sideline series where we feature head coaches for the oppositions for both Montana and Montana State. Coming to you live on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. And now Brad Laird, the the fifth-year head coach for the Northwestern State Demons, joins us. His team in Missoula on Saturday to take on the Montana Grizzlies for the 2022 opener for each of these squads. Coach, thanks for taking some time. How you doing? You bet. Good. Appreciate you having me on. It's funny because uh, everybody around here in Montana, I have been down to your neck of the woods, been to Shreveport before, I've been to Nacogdoches, Texas, and I was trying to tell the guys, Nacogdoches and Nacogdoches, they look kind of the same when you see them next to each other, but you got to learn how to say the name right. So am I getting it? Nacogdoches, is that how you guys say it? Yeah, Nacogdoches, a lot better than, I'm not sure who I saw yesterday <laughs> on social media, but it was one of the worst pronunciations of Nacogdoches that I think I've ever heard. <laughs> well, I've, I've heard that the town itself is amazing. Just tell us a little bit about it. I mean, what what's your neck of the woods like? Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a small city. You know, it's one of those where uh, you got Northwestern State, the university, uh, and you got the the city of Natchitoches and the community, and one can't exist without the other. You know, it's um, you know Northwestern State does not exist without the city and the community, and and the same thing with the city and the community because uh, the university, you know, with employees and the students uh, that it brings in. Um, you know, helps the uh, helps the community and uh, and the city of Natchitoches. So, um, you know, very uh, you know, I guess a festival uh, city, festival town. Because there's, I mean, every time you turn around, there's a festival. Um, you know, whether it's the Christmas festival, uh, jazz festival. Um, I mean, so I mean, every time you turn around, there's some type of festival going on downtown, and and that's kind of where everything leads to. You know, it's an old red brick road downtown. Uh, with a lot of shops um, uh, um, along the Cane River, which is a 39-mile river that runs through Natchitoches, and that's where a lot of things uh, actually take place. Well, it must be a place that you must love because you played there at Northwestern State in the early 90s. You've had three different stints as the defensive coordinator there now here in your fifth year as the head coach. So what's kept kept you there? I mean, what, what do you love about your alma mater? What's it like coaching at your alma mater? Well, I, you know, I, I feel blessed. One, uh, when back in 1991, when I had the opportunity to continue to, uh, you know, play college football, this was the only opportunity I had. And, and, uh, you know, I was able to take full advantage of it. And, you know, you, you appreciate, um, you appreciate those that have given to you and you want to give back. And, uh, you know, not only was I able to play the game that I loved, I was able to, to get my degree from here, meet my wife um, that uh, then went to school here and, and cheered here and then come back and have the opportunity to, to coach here. So, um, you know, not only that, but I've also been in uh, administration here before at Northwestern. So, it's uh, I've seen it from a lot of different areas, but it's uh, it's a very giving town that uh, that that loves, um, you know, the community uh, feel and uh, and it loves the university. And uh, so for me, it was just the opportunity to continue to give back. Brad, they're joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the new ESPN Montana app. He's the head coach of Northwestern State. The Demons come to Missoula on Saturday afternoon for the season opener for both Montana and Northwestern State. And, Coach, I remember 
when I was first back in college here in Montana, Northwestern State came here, I think, three years in a row, 2001, 2002, 2004, I think, or maybe 2002, three and four. Regardless, Northwestern State's been here several times. It just hasn't been in, you know, almost 20 years. Were you on the staffs back then when, when they came up here uh, back, you know, 18, 20 years ago? Yeah, so it was actually – you had it right the first time. It was yeah. 01, 02, and 04. Right, right. Um, I came to Northwestern as a defensive coordinator in 03, so I was part of that 04 team that uh, that came to Montana first round of the playoffs. And, you know, that that four-year stretch where we came three times, it was like that was just another home game for us um, uh, or another game on our schedule, it seemed like, the, you know, over the course of those four years. But – you know the thing that excites us about coming back is is we understand that's a uh, it's a playoff atmosphere. It's a team that year in and year out um, has been able to uh, to compete in the playoffs, and that's where we want to be. You know, and so you know this type of trip um, is is something that we want to do in December. You know, so we kind of get a gauge of where we are in September. Sort of interesting too to look at your coaching career uh, as a guy who played offense in college, but then have been primarily on the defensive side of the ball as a coach. But now here as a head coach, I know you guys have a, a lot of offensive identity as well. So I mean, how do those two things balance out, and uh, how much do you think that helps you having coached on both sides of the ball, coordinated on both sides of the ball? Well, I, I was very fortunate uh, when I first came to Northwestern. A guy by the name of Scott Stoker. Uh, was uh, was the head coach and and his journey uh, I kind of followed his journey and uh, he was a quarterback in college uh, became a defensive coordinator uh, coaching and and so he kind of I guess you could say took me under his wings and and I kind of followed his path and you know luckily for me I was able to you know my whole playing career you know, uh, playing quarterback and, and and reading defenses and studying defenses now, you know, being able to get on the other side and, and be able to coach it. So I think it was a uh, – it was definitely a great opportunity to me, for me, and I was able to learn from it uh, that I felt like gave me – when I started coaching defense, kind of upper hand, that I was able to play it and see it from the other side. Brad Laird joining us, the head coach for Northwestern State, the Demons in Missoula on Saturday for the kickoff of the 2022 football season against the University of Montana. Coach, I want to ask you about the Southland Conference because the Southland has had a ton of crossover with the Big Sky. I've been covering the Big Sky in some capacity, whether as a sports writer or a radio broadcaster for 16 years. So I've seen so many Southland teams, whether it's you know, non-conference early season or in the playoffs. It's always been a great league with a ton of schools with a lot of tradition. And it uh, seems like there's a lot of crossover, particularly with the Montana schools. How have you seen the league change, though? Because it is a – I mean, college football across the board is is under a massive state of change. But how do you think the Southland has changed uh, during your time in the conference? Well, I mean, there's been a lot of change, especially over the last, uh, you know, last year or two with um, – you know some teams that left, uh, and 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 those a couple of those teams coming back, and uh, UIW and Lamar coming back into the conference. Uh, you know, adding Texas A&M Commerce uh, this season. So you know you have seen a lot of change, but but to talk about our conference uh, and the Big Sky, you know these are the non-conference games that you want to be able to play. For sure. Um, you know I know McNeese playing Montana State. I mean, you've seen Southeastern make those trips. You've seen Sam Houston make those trips, you know, whether it's been non-conference or the playoffs. But to be able to play these caliber of of games, I think, gets you ready for what you're going to face in December, um, you know, because the Southland Conference, 
uh, top to bottom, um, you know, year in and year out, you know, they're going to have preseason rankings just like the big sky is. And But week in and week out, the opportunity uh, to, to win is going to be there. And it's no different in the big sky. And uh, and I think uh, you got two great conferences that, that, that play great football but have great coaches. You know, that's one thing is, as we play uh, Montana, whether it was back in 04 or in 22, um, you know, they got great coaches, uh, great players. And so you're, you're, you're playing uh, – you're going to come out of that game better uh, by playing that type of competition. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. Brad Laird joining us, Northwestern State head coach, his team in Missoula on Saturday – uh, Coach, let's talk about your team. Looking over the roster, I know you got some returners. Looks like you lost a lot, particularly at wide receiver. Uh, I know you guys brought in a, a bunch of guys as transfer at that position and across the board. I think I counted more than 20 junior college guys on your roster, as well as a whole bunch of, of uh, draft downs and FBS guys as well. It's a crazy state of affairs in college football right now. You kind of just got to figure out how do you take advantage of it because there is so many guys with all this extra eligibility and all this COVID eligibility. So what's kind of your guys' strategy when it comes to that? I mean, how are you able to assemble this roster and what's sort of your strategy in recruiting to, to build Northwestern State? Well, you know, first you go back to December and January. There's, uh, you know, you talk about a lot of changes. Uh, six of our eight coaches um, are new. Uh, and with that, both coordinators, uh, Coach Bo Blair uh, as offensive coordinator and, and Coach Weston Glosser as the defensive coordinator. So when you have changes with uh, uh, offensively and defensively, schematically things change. And so we had to fit and bring in guys that schematically fit what we wanted to do uh, on both sides of the ball. So, you know, that in itself called for change. And uh, and we were able to do that offensively. Um, if you look back at last year, you see the top three receivers uh, from last year are gone. But, uh, you know, whether it's guys on the roster that, uh, that are coming back, maybe some that didn't play last year uh, because of eligibility, um, plus, uh, we brought in six uh, new receivers. So, I tell you, it's been fun to watch that group mesh uh, with, with the quarterback room and, and with what Coach Blair wants to do offensively. It's, it's really been fun to watch and excited to see it take place on Saturday. Well, taking place on Saturday against a Grizzly defense that has a ton of returning starters and a reputation as certainly one of the best in the football championship subdivision. You know, since Bobby Hawk's been back, it's been five years and four seasons of me watching this defense. It took me probably 30 games to figure out what the heck they were actually doing because it is pre-snap motions, post-snap motions, slants, pressures, blitzes all over the place. So when you analyze the Grizz defense, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, one you see very well coached, very complex with with what they do. But but I think it starts with, uh, you know, the the, the coaches that uh, that schematically put their plan together. And then since uh, since Coach Houck has been back is is kind of kind of like us this year is, you know, with that scheme, there's certain players that have to fit with what they're trying to do. And uh, and I think you've seen now him uh, in, in his fifth year getting his guys in that, that fit what he wants to do defensively. But, you know, the thing that, you know, besides schematically what you, you know, you talked about, man, they play hard. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, running to the football, very aggressive defensively and, and, and very well coached. So, um, you know, it's, it'll, be, uh, it'll be good for us to kind of see where we stand going against a very good defense. 
Well, nothing for you. At Montana, it's pretty much – it doesn't matter who the opponent is. You're going to have a hostile crowd. I mean, they basically sell out every game for 25 years. So uh, how do you sort of prepare for that? But there also seems to be an element where maybe you can embrace it because it is going to be probably one of the best atmospheres you play in this year. So how, how do you have your guys not be overwhelmed by the moment and uh, maybe you know ride the momentum of what Washington Grizzly Stadium might provide? Yeah, it's, uh, it is. It's a great place. You know, I was there in 04. Um, you know, we, there's, there's nobody on our team that, uh, that, uh, that has played there. Um, you know, we've played in other environments. We've played LSU. We played Texas A&M. You know, we played those caliber schools. But one thing I, I think about Montana, you know, you talk about 25,000, but it's right on top of you. Um, you know, that's what's kind of different than, you know, when we went to Tiger Stadium and played LSU, those, those 25,000 feel like they're on top of you. And so it's, uh, it's going to be a, a playoff environment, a great atmosphere that uh, we look forward to competing against. Across the sidelines for the first time this season, Brad Laird, the fifth year head coach for Northwestern state joining us here on Nuanas now ESPN radio coach. We'll look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Safe travels, best of luck, and thanks so much for taking some time with us today. Awesome. Appreciate you. Look forward to seeing y'all. We always love to re-debut some of our favorite segments around here at Nuanas Now, and we're into it again across the sidelines where we highlight interviews with coaches and players from the oppositions for both Montana and Montana State. Saturday night, Bozeman, Montana. It's the annual Gold Rush game there on the Montana State campus. McNeese State playing in Bozeman. Gary Goff, the head coach of McNeese State, joins us here now on ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. Coach Goff, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Very well. Uh, we got to start with what we start with with a lot of people because we live in a remote place in the world, and uh, I know Montana's become discovered and people are moving here now. Uh, it's not the same sleepy old towns like I grew up in, but – a lot of times people have never been to Montana when they first make their trips for sports reasons. Have you yourself or anybody from your staff ever been to the Treasure State? We have not. We have not. And like you just said, we, we've heard great things about it. It's beautiful. My former defense coordinator, uh, his family lives out that way. And uh, so no, we, we know we're excited about it. It's supposed to be just gorgeous. It certainly is. And you're going to one, one of the most gorgeous places in Montana, in the Gallatin Valley Uh visiting Bozeman there on the Montana State campus. Before we get into some of the, the matchup stuff, though, uh, let's talk about you. Uh, first year there at McNeese State. Take us through uh, your, your your coaching journey, because I know you have some high school experience. You've been at various places around the country, whether it's southeastern Louisiana or New Mexico State, Princeton, and then the head coach at Tiffin, and then Valdosta State before taking over at McNeese. So uh, just take us through it. Mean, what, what has led you to McNeese? What do you like about this opportunity there leading the Cowboys? Yeah, you know, I, I was very fortunate. Uh, I got to play for Hal Mummy and Mike Leach and, um, and had a great career as a player for them. And then I did not want to get into coaching. I wanted to go be a businessman like my father and um, had no desire to get into coaching. So I uh, spent about three years in the corporate world and, and realized I'd better do something I absolutely loved if I was going to work 80 to 90 hours a week. Um, so that, that kind of opened some doors, got me into high school coaching. And then, um, like, like most coaches, some opportunities presented themselves, got into college coaching and kind of have moved from almost every region in the country. Um, this is the eighth university I've, I've worked for, um, and all great experiences, but, you know, um, I, I was at Valdosta State. Obviously, I, I was an alum there and um, the historical program there. It's had a lot of success and could have been there for the, for the next 20, 25 years, finished my career at, there and been extremely happy with it. But 
um, McNeese State, uh, he Troyer came, you know, came and knocking on my door. And, um, you know, the, the president here was an all American middle linebacker for McNeese State. And, um, I don't know if I'll ever have another opportunity to play, to coach, uh, under a president that actually was an all American at that university. So that, that was very intriguing. But, um, the direction of the administration here, uh, McNeese State has, um, been a very, you know, historical program itself. Uh, you know, and won a lot of football games that kind of um, you know, lost their way for several different reasons. And um, I'm, I'm a big believer in this administration staff and, and what we have going on here at McNeese State that uh, they, they want to be back in the same position Montana State's in, you know, playing for national championships, winning championships. And, um, you know, we, we got a program here to, to rebuild, but it's very doable because of our location and because of our leadership on campus. Gary Goff joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's the head coach of McNeese State. They come to Bozeman to play Montana State on Saturday evening, the annual Gold, Gold Rush game there and on the MSU campus. And, Coach, I want to circle back to the Hal Mummy connection, but before we get there, what you just mentioned is such an interesting fold to me. I've been covering the Big Sky for 16 years, but I've been following it for 25-plus and McNeese State was a, a proud, proud program, one that was in the national playoffs frequently, if not annually, playing for national championships. Um, I, I remember some matchups against the Montana schools where McNeese laid the wood to the Montana schools as well. Once upon a time, an athletic director told me it's not necessarily about winning, but the hope of winning. And it seems like there's a lot of tradition there at McNeese to build off of. So uh, how much does that influence you and, and what's it going to take? I mean, it, it, there has been a lot of success there and there's a thirst for football there in, in that town and in that state. So uh, what does it take to, to get McNeese yeah. back rolling? Well, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, it, it takes us establishing our values again. Um, you know, and we're going to have those values and we're going to have standards and, and hold ourselves and each other accountable to them. But, um, you know, it, it's got to be the right fit. I know as coaches always want the biggest, fastest, and strongest, um, you know, players, but uh, it's more than that. You know, we, we got to have the right fit. We got to have, um, you know, high character young men here that are eager to do something special as a, as a group, not just an individual. Um, and they're going to work extremely hard. I mean, in order for places to win championships, and um, you know, I think everybody kind of knows this, it, it's, it's never a, a magical coach or, or you know, just a magical place. It takes uh, coaches, administration, everybody on that campus pulling the same direction in order to win championships. And, um, you know, again, you know, I, I know that Montana State has that in place, and uh, you know, we're, we're putting all those things in place here at McNeese State. When you talk about your coaching roots, uh, it's been so fascinating to me to study coaching trees and the way that that influences the spread of philosophies and ideas throughout all levels of football. But you look at Mike Leach, you look at Hal Mummy, those two guys are two of the the sort of pioneers of, of the air raid and, and the spread offense that has become in vogue. And it's always funny to me the way that college football evolves. You know, uh, as Montana State former head coach Jeff Choate used to say, sometimes it's just back to the future. You get concepts from 20, 30 years ago that become back uh, in favor and, and popular yep. again. But the the basic principles of, of throwing the ball all over the place and, and using it to recruit a very high level of athlete and getting a bunch of athletes on the field in space is one that's that's been very prevalent and very popular for 25-plus years. But just take us through it. I mean, what was it like learning under those guys? I mean, obviously the pirate Mike Leach is, is legendary, both for his press conferences and his offensive acumen. Hal Mummy, a guy that has coached many an elite quarterback and passing offenses. So how much of those guys influenced you? What was it like kind of learning from some of the creators uh, of, the, of the air raid offense? 
Yeah, no, it, it was it was a blast, you know, playing for both those guys. They they both are player coaches. Uh, they're 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 both unique. Uh, you know, some some might say they're both bizarre uh, because at the time you got to remember that um, nobody was really running uh, the spread type offense and. You know, basically our offense is uh, the roots of it are from Lavelle Edwards, BYU, and then Bill Walsh. You know, how, how we practice is really you – know, everybody's doing it now, but it really originated from Bill Walsh. Um, so, you know, at the time when they're throwing, you know, a two-yard pass and happy with it, only gaining four or five, uh, people thought it was crazy. A lot of – there could be a lot of risk at doing that. But uh, it definitely influenced me. Um, it helped me helped me become a college football player, to be honest, because, uh, you know, I, I'm not the biggest, fastest, or strongest, but – uh, you know, decent slot receiver just because of the spread style of play. Um, and I think that's what it's about is um, leveling the playing field, spreading the guys out, and kind of taking what the defense gives you. Um, but, you know, both those guys uh, have been a big part of my career. Um, I still speak to them both on a regular basis. Um, and, and they both are, you know, kind of, um, you know, in, in some capacity, the, the front runners in this era of spread offense, which everybody really is doing now. So you're For right. Sure. There's going to be another back to the future happen when, we're going to see somebody under center, you know, in, in the wishbone here in, in right. a short period of time at some point. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. It, it, it always is cyclical. That's what's so fun and fascinating about college football. Gary Goff joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television and the new ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're tuning in, thanks for being here. Gary is the head coach uh, for McNeese State. The Cowboys coming to Bozeman on Saturday evening to take on Montana State. And when it comes to that offense as well, last question on that fold, Coach. Uh, it seems like the the primary recruiting territories or I guess the regional areas that are close to where you're at there in Louisiana really cater to uh, guys playing similar styles in, in high school as well. So do you see that? I mean, do you feel like it's sort of a linear transition for you when you're getting guys offensively out of a lot of the places you guys recruit? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, us being this close to Texas as well. I mean, you know, Texas, they, they, they I think they play seven on seven, you know, uh, 12 months out of the year, which is a good thing in, in our style of offense for the quarterbacks, receivers, and, and even the defenses. Um, but, but absolutely, there, there's a lot of high schools in, in Louisiana and, and really the Southeast that, that spread it out and throw it around a good bit. We'll talk about this matchup here on Saturday night then. The Bobcats coming off a run to the national championship game. They lose a ton of talent from that team. Yesterday, with NFL Cut Day coming down, they had four different guys make active rosters. So that's very indicative of how talented Montana State was a year ago. But they've been very good uh, the last handful of years and, quite honestly, the last 20 years. 11, 11 playoff appearances in the last two decades for Montana State. So what do you think of the task at hand you guys are facing here uh, in Bozeman, Montana on Saturday night? Well, I mean, you can tell right off the bat we're, we're playing a, um, a very talented and very well-coached team. They, they really are. Um, you know, you, yeah, your, your defensive end and a linebacker from a year ago, I mean, uh, two phenomenal football players. It, it took you one clip to see both those guys and how, and how hard they played. But, um, yeah, but the whole team's that way. They, they really are. I mean, they, they play extremely hard. Like I said, they're well-coached. Um, they've got a winner at quarterback in, in uh, Tommy there. And, um, you know, so – you know, they don't make many mistakes. So they're, they're talented, well-coached, don't make many mistakes. So, you know, that means that, you know, you, you got to do the same. you got to go up there and kind of um, make sure you don't have mental mistakes and play extremely hard for four quarters. When it comes to your team and what you're putting on the field, what do you like about them? What do you hope the identity is? And how do you think that matches up with Mo- what Montana State does? 
Well, I mean, I, I, I like uh, what we've done in camp. Um, we, we've had a good camp. You know, we're uh, basically still learning the new offensive and defensive schemes. Um, that's that's new to most of the team because we, we have 60-plus new guys in camp that weren't with us during spring practice. Um, you know, but I, I, I thought they've handled um, uh, a lot of the game-type situations we put them through and some different uh, adversity we put them through in camp. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you got to remember this. Our seniors here, um, they've been through a lot. They've been through COVID like everybody, but then back-to-back hurricanes. Uh, so our, our, uh, our 17 seniors, most of them have been through all that. So they're just excited to get out there and compete at a high level and have a normal season. Um, you know, th- this was some of those, these guys, uh, first true off season, you know, so it's just uh, bizarre what, what this, uh, program has endured, but, um, they're anxious. They're anxious to get out there and compete. Um, I think like everybody in the country right now, we're tired of practicing against each other. Um, so it- it's time to line up against an opponent and kind of see where you, where you stand. Gary Yoff, McNeese state. They play in Bozeman Saturday night, gold rush. Uh, against the Montana State Bobcats. And, Coach, last thing for you then, uh, playing a top-five team in your opener uh, on the road, one of the best environments of all of football championship subdivision football, under the lights, uh, sure to be a raucous crowd uh, on a regionally televised game. So what do you think of just the exterior factors here and how do you hope your team embraces this opportunity? Yeah, you know, we, we've talked about the the environment. I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, we understand we're, <laughs> we're in, in enemy territory. Uh, you know, so we, we got to handle that. You know, we, we got to embrace the, the uh, atmosphere and um, understand that it's still just football and uh, there's nothing different about it. They, they still got to, you know, line up and execute and play hard no matter what atmosphere you're playing in. But, um, you know, the, uh, last year, they, um, some of these guys that are still on the roster, they, they played at LSU. They played at big games before. Um, you know, so I, I think they're really focused on right now going out there and, and uh, playing extremely hard. I mean, we have spent a lot of time uh, obviously focusing on Montana State, but, um, you know, we, we've had to focus on the Cowboys quite a bit, and uh, that, that's a good thing. We've got to worry about the style of play um, and going out there and executing. But we're excited about it. We really are. Like, like I mentioned, uh, Montana State's a, a great program. Uh, a lot of people have asked me, wow, you've got a really tough first game. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? And, um, I'm excited about it. I mean, we, we want to be back in the same situation Montana State has their program in. And that, that's, again, you know, playing for championships and winning championships. Gary Goff, McNeese State, they play at Montana State Saturday night under the lights. Gold Rush Saturday there in Bozeman, Montana. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. We'll see you on Saturday. But in the meantime, travel safe and be good. Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Big Sky Breakdown rolls on. The first Big Sky Breakdown with some interviews from around the Big Sky Conference and some of the non-conference action as well. We're joined now by Jared Mitchell, a guy who actually was part of the Big Sky Conference a year ago and now is a uh, wide receiver at Northwestern State who opens its season in Missoula against the University of Montana on Saturday afternoon. Jared, thanks for being with us, man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having me. Uh, first and foremost, uh, just tell us about your path to Northwestern State. You're a guy who uh, came up in, in the Dallas area, played your high school football there at Hebron High School, 
uh, right there in Dallas, which is one of the, the great high schools uh, in that area. And then uh, your path led you to Northern Colorado, and now here you are at NSU. So uh, just take us through it. Mean, what, what was the path like, and what led you to, to Natchitoches? As I've been, I've been practicing saying it. <laughs> Everybody seems to get it wrong. But uh, what, what led you to Northwestern State? Uh, really, it was just uh, looking for opportunity. Uh, I feel like I was – uh, just want to be able to showcase my talent and be able to participate and be a, be a part of something. Uh, coming here, I took my visit here, and I, I enjoyed my time. Uh, the time that I spent with the coaches and, and learning the system and understanding the way they wanted to use me is kind of the way that I saw myself uh, playing and, and a system that I thought that w- would fit me very well. So that was something that I was definitely looking forward to when I entered the portal, and they gave me that that opportunity. And um, I'm excited to see what, what comes from What's the receiver group been like so far? Because I know that last year, I think the four leading receivers from Northwestern State graduated. And uh, yourself, I think you won a six new wide receivers that were transfers into the program. So probably some heated competition. Just take us through what's the wide receiver room been like these last uh, several months this offseason. Uh, it's definitely been a lot of competition, but at the end of the day, I mean, we all just we love one each other, uh, and we just keep each other accountable. Uh, make sure that we're all on the on the same page and and, and pick each other up whenever we're uh, we're lacking in some areas or, or things that we just need to do better. Um, it's definitely been a, a fun and, and a lot of opportunities for each and every single one of us to go out and compete and and compete at a high level. Um, it's been fun with all those guys. I've built a, a pretty decent relationship with every single one of them, and and I just think that the room is is special. Uh, I think that everybody will be able to see that this season. And you mentioned just being a good fit for your offense. I know, or you being a good fit for the offense. Excuse me. I know you guys are going to probably run three, four wide receivers out there a lot. So I mean, what do you like about just the scheme you're running, and how do you think it does sort of complement your skill set? Oh, man, it's just a, a very pass-friendly offense, uh, something I'm very excited about. Um, and, and a lot of concepts that I felt like fit me, fit, fit me very well, um, and I'm excited to, to be able to go out and, and compete with each and every single one of uh, my quarterbacks and even uh, the receivers as well. I feel like the offense just fits all of us well, and, and it's something that we'll be able to thrive in. And Miles Fallon coming in, I know that Coach Laird said earlier this week that he's going to be the guy at least starting out in the game. So. Um, what sort of chemistry have you guys been able to develop with uh, the quarterback to transfer from Kansas? Oh, man, I've spent a lot of time with Miles, especially since uh, both of us being new here. Um, I came in a little bit earlier than him. So uh, being able to just get out here and run a couple of routes with him every now and then and, and even pick his mind and, and, and help each other out. Um, it's been a fun, uh, fun learning from him. He's, he comes in with a lot of experience and um, just being able to get out and, and learn from him and, and catch balls with him and just be able to pick his mind has been something that has been uh, important for me to um, just be able to know that we're on the same page is something that I've been trying to make sure that I do my, my job at uh, coming off the field, asking if there's anything I need to do better or if he saw something that I didn't see, but um, man, I'm excited for miles. Uh, me and him have a really good relationship, and I'm um, I'm excited to see what he does this season as well. Jared Mitchell joining us here on the Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. Uh, tell us about your time in Northern Colorado. I mean, what was it like last season? I know you guys made a trip to Montana once, played in Bozeman rather than Missoula. Uh, but w- what was it like playing in the Big Sky Conference last year? What did you think of your time there at, at UNC? Uh, I definitely enjoyed my time at UNC. 
uh, met a lot of good lifelong friends that I'll have with me uh, throughout my life. Um, some really good coaches in uh, Colorado was just an amazing time, uh, especially coming from Dallas, going to Colorado was definitely a huge adjustment for me. Um, really being my first time living away from my parents or even outside of Dallas. So um, it was a huge adjustment for me, but I felt like as as time went on and I got to build relationships with people and and, and get to feel for college football, I think that I started to just mature and, and grow into the person that I am today. So uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Do you take anything from the experience of, of playing at Bozeman last year? Or is it totally different? I mean, I, I you know, we cover both Montana, Montana State heavily. It's 200 miles away. And Bozeman's a lot different than Missoula, a lot higher in elevation than Missoula. But, I mean, is there any translatable thing there? Is there anything you're going to share with your teammates? Or is it kind of just a new, fresh start just coming to Missoula uh, now with Northwestern State? Um, uh, Really, I think that – like you said, they're different uh, elevation wise, but I think program wise, they bring a lot of the same things to the to the table. They're both uh, really physical programs, uh, very well coached programs, uh, and you know exactly what you're going to get when you go and play them. So uh, really just been letting the guys know that altitude is definitely going to play a big part of this. It, so it's just staying on top of uh, hydration and and taking care of our bodies headed up to, to Montana because it is going to be a big adjustment for us coming from. Uh, sea level and and going up there and playing in such a high altitude. So uh, I've just been letting the guys know that, like, we have to be able to come and play. Um, it's not going to be something that's just going to be handed to us. It's going to be a, a fight for sure. And uh, and I'm sure we're up for the challenge, and I know that we are. It might actually be more like Texas and Louisiana weather up here, though. It's the high of 94. <laughs> and so that actually might be an advantage for you guys because you guys have probably been practicing in 90-degree heat for the last several months. Yeah, I actually just saw that this morning. I I don't know what came across where I just uh, checked the weather app and seen what the what the weather was going to be like for this weekend, and I saw all 90s from here until basically next weekend. I think that is something that is going to play a huge advantage for us, especially coming down here, uh, coming from down here, going up there where it's been nothing but heat. And I think it's going to be something that will, will be advantage to us on our side, and I think that uh, we'll be prepared for it. And the Grizz, defensively, uh, they run such this high-pressure defense. A ton of guys coming at you. They rotate crazy. They just play so hard. What do you see? I mean, how do you how do you go about attacking that defense? Because it seems like uh, they try to overwhelm you, but if, if they don't, you, there's, a, there's some room to make some plays. So uh, what do you see when you watch Montana on film defensively? Uh, uh, very well, uh, Coach Defense. Um, like you said, uh, they're going to give us a, a, a lot of pressure. Um, and, and it's up to us to to take advantage of that with um, RPOs and and things that we can to exploit that defense uh, and the holes that they do give us. Um, we know that the coverages that they run, uh, we have to have plays uh, designed for them. And, and I believe that we do have plays for those things as well. So um, just really taking advantage of what, what they give us um, and, and taking the best of and making the best of each and every opportunity that we do get. Last thing for you, then, if you guys are to come in here and, and get a win over one of the top five teams in the country, what's it going to take? Oh, man, it's just going to take us uh, for us to come out and be physical and, and play the best that we can in all three phases of the game, uh, special teams, offense, defense, uh, and just really just playing together. I feel like this team is is really tight. I feel like if we just come out and, and we play our game and continue to pick each other up and, and be there for one another, uh, because, I mean, throughout the game, we're going to face adversity. Um, that's just given playing the game. But as long as that we know that um, we got each other's back, whether it's defense coming off the field after a big player or them making a big player, our offense coming off the field after, you know. Um, so it's really just coming out and, and being prepared in all three phases of the game. And I believe that uh, we will be, in, and I'm truly excited to see um, how we come out and we play. Jared Mitchell, wide receiver for Northwestern State, the Demons in Missoula on Saturday. Jared, thanks for being here, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you.
Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. The NFL a couple weeks away from kicking off, and we're joined now by a guy who's played in both those stadiums I just named, played at Bozeman High School, and now cutting his teeth trying to make the roster for the Los Angeles Rams. It's Lance McCutcheon, former Montana State All-American and a Bozeman native. Lance, what's up, my man? How you doing? How's it going? Good, man. Thanks so much for being with us. It's been a great pleasure and so much fun watching you the last couple weeks. Uh, this is t- like a, this means I'm getting old, but this is a unique experience for me watching guys like you and Troy Anderson, who I covered when you guys were in high school, and now I'm turning on Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football, and here's these guys that I've known since they were teenagers. It's so cool. So just take us through it, man. What's What's been being in the NFL like? I know we talked to you right before you left for L.A. a couple months ago, but what's the experience been like? What's been the parts that have surprised you? I mean, just first off, you know, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a dream come true, honestly. You know, uh, you know, I've been dreaming about and thinking about playing, uh, you know, in this, in this league, you know, since I was a kid, since I first picked up a football. And so just to, uh, just to kind of be here, you know, it's pretty surreal. But, uh, I mean, you know, I'm enjoying every opportunity and, uh, looking forward to, you know, learning from the guys I have in my receiver room and the rest of the guys on this team. And, you know, just looking forward to contribute and help out any way I can. Well, that's such an interesting part about it, right, is it's a dream come true. What an amazing experience for you. And I'm sure that it's still all sinking in. But at the same time, like the Rams want you. Like they signed you. You are good enough to play in the NFL. You've been making catches in games. So how do you sort of balance that and not be awestruck by the experience and, you know, go attack it, go attack the day and go try to make this roster? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's coming uh, coming from Montana State, an undrafted guy, you know, every day since I got down here in May, just try to prove myself every day, try to get, you know, better at least one thing every day. And, uh, you know, like I just mentioned, just try to contribute as much as I can and really just, uh, you know, just be confident in myself. You know, I'm here for a reason and, uh, you know, just go out there on any given opportunity and just like go out there and be the best I can be. Lance McCutcheon joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television all the way around the great state of Montana. He's a Bozeman High product and was an All-American as a senior last year at Montana State, now with the Los Angeles Rams of the National Football League. And Lance, I know last year was such a great breakout year for you, and you and I talked extensively just about kind of waiting your turn, keeping your nose to the grindstone, and then maximizing the opportunity. How much did that last year, though, just seeing the work pay off, how much confidence does that give you now as you try to do the same thing and try to use those skills and, and get yourself an NFL roster spot? I mean, yeah, um, you kind of you kind of said it perfectly. Just just being patient and just waiting on uh, my opportunity. And you know, once uh, once your name gets called, you get the opportunity to get a ball thrown your way. You just gotta capitalize and come down with it, and you know, move the chains for for the rest of the guys on the team. And uh, just coming from coming from this last season, MSU, just trying to you know just continue to keep keep stacking good days, keep stacking blocks, and just carry my my success and my confidence I had from this last year, you know, into this, into the uh, the training camp and preseason, and just you know, like I said, just just keep getting better every day. 
And getting to work in that receiver room, too, that must be a huge uh, bonus for you. What have you thought of working alongside Cooper Cup? Uh, definitely one of the hardest workers I've ever been around during his time at Eastern Washington. Obviously, that's paying off now in the NFL as a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, what has it been like working next to him, and what's it been like just being in that receiver room in general at the Rams? I mean, first, just with Cooper, you know, he's a, he, he's a genius when it comes to, you know, the football. And um, he's, a, he's a technician, and he's real... Uh, you know, tech savvy with everything he does, every, every movement he does, and whether that's you know releasing or working the route or working the top of the route, just every, everything he does, he does with a purpose, and that's been that's been cool. You know, kind of sit back and you know learn from him. And as far as the rest of the guys in this room, you know, uh, Allen Robinson is uh, you know he's been a you know one of the best receivers in this league for uh, for a long time, and so just be able to learn from him and Cooper and Van Jefferson. And, Honestly, the list can go on and on with uh, with the guys in the room. I can I can take at least one thing from you know every every receiver got we got in the room. You know, everyone has something to bring the bring to the table, and everyone uh, everyone's proven you know they can they can play in this league. Lance McCutcheon joining us here on Nuanas Now, Los Angeles Rams wide receiver, former Montana State Bobcat, and a Bozeman High product, and it was so fun. Watching a couple weeks ago during the first preseason game, Lance, when he caught a pair of touchdowns, and I know that your mom was there in L.A. as well in attendance. So uh, what was it like getting the end zone in the NFL but also having your mom there to, to share that uh, experience with you? I mean, just first is being out there to be able to play, you know, my first my first NFL game. That was that was pretty crazy. Just, uh, you know, a pretty surreal moment for me. But, uh, you know, those, those nerves kind of went aside. You know, we went out there for our first drive, and I got a little more comfortable as the game went on. But uh, just with that with that deep ball, you know, I kind of caught it, was able to stay up, and just in my head, I was like, "Oh, like uh, I'm out to score." And uh, yeah, just li- like you said, my mom was there, my aunt was there, and just to, you know, uh, you-, you guys know my story, and you know how how much my my mom, my family means to me, and so just to be able to have my mom in attendance was, you know, that meant the world to me. Well, I'm sure she was incredibly proud of you, as are. So many people across the great state of Montana. Lance McCutcher joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. And last thing for you, Lance, you probably have been getting texts and calls from everybody all over the state of Montana, but I know for you and for many guys that are trying to make that roster, the work is not done yet. So how do you sort of stay focused on the task at hand, and what's next for you these next couple weeks? What sort of goals do you have as you try to stack this thing day by day and make this roster? Uh, You know, just got to just be ready to – get out to work every single day you know like i've been saying just get better every day and just pick one thing to get better at and just keep stacking that on a, on a daily basis and now you know the the uh decisions in the coach's hands you know and just um yeah just got to wait on that for the for these next couple of days and um just uh continue to you know hold my craft and you know sharpen my sword and just get better at uh get better at the little things because there's still even though I had, you know, some success in the first three of these preseason games, there's still so much, still so much I need to, uh, you know, get better at and improve on. And, uh, you know, that, that's the exciting part of this game because, uh, you know, I had, like I said, I, I had some success, but after going back and watching the film and hearing from some of the, the vets in the room, like there's just, you know, the list is, you know, endless of just things that I can, you know, include in my game, get better at, improve on, and just, you know, that just has me... Uh, I'm excited for, you know, what's ahead. From Bozeman High to Montana State, now to the Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, Lance McCutcheon, joining us here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Lance, so proud of you, man. Keep on working hard, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. But in the meantime, best of luck.
Sounds good. Thank you guys for having me. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Bye.